Hey guys, it's Ed, and I'm coming to you on the road. Yes, this is a special travel edition of Drunk Gossip. And as I'm heading back to New York, um, I wanted to record um, some blind items for this um, special weekend. It's Labor Day weekend. So, not ev- obviously not every blind item will be um, revolving around work, but I'm sure it's how going to make, uh, try to make that work. <laughs> um, so in case I forget at the end of the show, I just want to wish everyone a very happy and safe Labor Day. If you're, pl- if you're drinking, please don't get behind the wheel of a car, um, there are Ubers that are ultra accessible. Um, Lyft. Uh, if you're in New York or other areas, there's Juno. The point is that there are plenty of alternatives to drunk driving, and please, please take them. You all know I don't mind a cocktail or five. But, <laughs> but let, let's be safe about it. So, let's get into our very first blind of the day. It comes to us from Blind Gossip. For all the best blind items, head on over to blindgossip.com. And it says, we really don't understand this actress. Apparently, neither do the people who actually know her. She says she watched a movie, but didn't know what was going to happen. That's a total lie. Of course she knew. She read the script. She knew exactly what was happening in every scene. That was a bizarre thing to say. She is promoting the movie. She has to. But she is also pushing it away at the same time and acting like she is too good for it. It's very frustrating to the promoters. She said she was worried about it being another showgirls and that nobody will take her seriously. Hello? If she wants to be taken seriously, maybe she should. Maybe next time she should pass on a character whose life revolves around them taking their clothes off. Now, there were a couple interesting guesses here. Um, someone guessed Bella Thorne. Um, the, the problem with Bella Thorne is outside of the Pornhub movie that she's directing. I don't, I don't see any roles, um, where her character would, her character's life would revolve around them taking off their, um, their clothes. So, I'm gonna go ahead and cross her off of the list. Um... The next two guesses are from the same movie, Hustlers. And um, the two guesses are Jennifer Lopez and Constance Wu. And y'all know I love to bag on J-Lo. But I'm actually going to make the argument that it's probably not her. First of all, 
Jennifer Lopez, uh, I will say a lot of shit about her. But she is nothing if not professional when it comes to promoting her work. Even when it is a big stinking bag of stupid. She will get behind the project and give it a big huge promotional push. Um, and I, seeing as she is a producer on the film as well, I don't necessarily think, um, this is her. Constance Wu, however, this seems right up her alley. Um, earlier this year, back in uh, April slash May... She threw a tantrum fit about her show Fresh Off the Boat being renewed because she wanted to do something else. And given that um, since then her reputation has taken a major hit and she comes across as a huge diva Um, I can see her trying to pretend like she had no idea um, that this was a a stripper's movie. Now, for those who are going to say, you know, she was in the movie, you know, she signed on, she, she fought to be a headliner, keep in mind... She did that not because she wanted, not because she actually was the star of the film. Um, that title again goes to Jennifer Lopez. Um, but she, Constance Wu, has to feel like she's the biggest star around. And. When she signed on to this movie, she probably felt like she was. It was probably one of those paycheck movies. And and then she realized, oh, fuck. Maybe I don't want to be in a stripper movie. And all I can say to that is, Boo Kitty, get your shit together. Alright, get your shit together. Um, just, uh, just on an interesting note, um, projections have Hustlers opening at around $24 million, which will be the best opening ever for a Jennifer Lopez movie. Um, and they're saying that this could be the sleeper hit um, that we've been waiting for this summer. So, I think there's that to be to take into consideration as well. I'm going to go ahead and take a break, and I'll be right back. And I'm back. So, let us talk about this next blind. It is another work-related blind, um, and I know no one's going to believe this, but I, I really did not plan that. Um, but... That's the way things go sometimes. Um, 
So, after, after we read the blind and we're talking about the guesses, I'm going to talk about something that happened on the down low. Um, that at least one, at least one, um, blogger said was not going to happen. Um, but again, this blind comes to us from Blind Gossip. Head on over to blindgossip.com for all the best blind items. It is called Step Up versus Sales. And it says... Although she has received many awards in the past, this female singer was not in attendance at the MTV VMAs. However, that doesn't mean she was unaware of what was going on that night. Her and her fam had this huge fight about her brother. They said she needed to step up and defend his legacy and the family name before the VMAs because people were trying to erase it. They were plenty mad, and they wanted her to make a public announcement about how just plain wrong it is. She refused. Why did she refuse to defend her family? She's on tour and doesn't want anything to hurt ticket sales. Sounds like she is more concerned about staying in control of of her own life and career. This is clearly... Janet Jackson um, fighting with the rest of the Jacksons. And, um, yeah, Janet Jackson fighting with the rest of the Jacksons about MTV slash Viacom erasing um, Michael Jackson's name from the Vanguard Award. So, um, first of all, if if you've never seen Janet Jackson in concert, go go see her. It is a fabulous, fabulous, fabulous concert. I cannot say that enough. I really can't. Um, it is. Probably, um, for me, it was, it was top three. Um, but she, she just puts on a really good show. She knows what she's doing. And, and again, this is just when I saw her. She does a, a very nice mix of old and new songs. And she sings live. So those are all things, I think, um, that should be taken into consideration. So, what happened with the MTV Vanguard Award? Um, As you all know, Missy Elliott got it this year. But after after the documentary, Leaving Neverland came out. There was a huge controversy surrounding the Michael Jackson estate. Um, And Michael Jackson's name became very toxic. And 
And some people were wondering why um why um MTV was leaving his name on this award. And then there was a big brouhaha that rose up when they announced that they were thinking about changing it. Nancy Lawyer over at Crazy Days and Nights said that it was never going to happen. They were just doing it for the publicity. And he was very confident in this. And this assessment. Maybe rightfully so. Um, I'm not sure. Um, and the, it, it, let me explain in a minute why I said uh, maybe rightfully so. Um, as we know, when Missy Elliott was given the award, Michael Jackson's name indeed was taken off of the award. And... Uh, I'm sure they that the Jacksons thought that Janet speaking out would have helped keep that on there. Um, and with Viacom and and um, the CBS merger, they're not really wanting to court any more controversy. So, I think what might have happened is anti-lawyer actually had it right and they were going to leave it on. And then when the merger went through uh, ahead of schedule, they, they quickly decided, hey, you know, let's go ahead and just take this off. And it could be back next year um, if things are settled down and uh, the, the accusers are proven to be lying. For the record, I don't think they are. I'm just saying, you know, if if something weird happens and they're proven to be lying, then <clears throat> I can definitely see that. Um, but... I think they could also probably rename the award um, after someone else, perhaps Janet Jackson, um, maybe Paula Abdul, um, or another icon slash legend like that. I'm going to take a break, and I'll be right back. And I'm back. Are you continuing with our job-themed blind items today? <laughs> We are, um, we're going to do another one, we're going to do another one that comes from Blind Gossip, and it's called Career Down. Here we go. This very famous movie star and this younger actress had a tumultuous marriage. You already know that. What you did not know, though, is what he thought would happen after their divorce. He thought her career would go down in flames. He said the industry only cares about who makes them money, 
Since he's made the studio so much money over his career, he was sure that they would side with him. He made a few he made a few calls and he was very convinced that he would be fine, but that they wouldn't hire her anymore and that her career would go down in flames. That made him happy. However, however, after their split, he is the one who found life a little trickier than before. Apparently, insurance problems are making some studios hesitate to hire him. He's gone from being one of the biggest movie stars in the world to a big, flashing caution sign. He pretends he doesn't care, but he does. Ah, insurance problems. That happens when you are dealing with a star who has a history of drinking, drugs, injuries, violence, etc. It's a risk. Will they show up sober? Will they make it through filming? As for ruining her career, it didn't happen at all. In fact, her career is thriving. She's had several movies released over the past year, and she's filming a ATV series. Plus, she has that mega franchise that keeps that just keeps going and going and going. If anything, she emerged from their divorce with a bigger career. His career is the one that seems to have gotten smaller. This is obviously, and really, there there were no other answers. This is obviously Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. Um, and they're their their lawsuit, their fight. It is far from over. Um, so you all know that Amber Heard has accused Johnny Depp of being abusive towards her. And Johnny Depp has denied these claims. And he's suing a um, British tabloid for running the story that he abused her. Um, he's claiming that they defamed his character and ruined his career. Never mind the fact that he hasn't stayed sober once since he broke up with his longtime girlfriend, um, Vanessa. I cannot remember her last name, but you know who I'm talking about. He was with her for like 20 years. And while he was with her, he was sober and his career was at the absolute height After he left her to go be with Amber Heard, um, yes, he continued to make money, but he was no longer sober, and you can kind of see the downward trend. And there are a lot of people who there are a lot of people who are starting to look and wonder um, exactly what it is he adds to um, the situation, uh, to the movies. Um, J.K. Rowling defended him at first, saying, you know, he was her childhood crush and she was so excited to work with him on the Fantastic Beasts movies. And here's where we're going to slip into some really juicy gossip. So, um, rumor has it, and I believe this came from Crazy Days and Nights, 
it, it could have possibly come from blind guests themselves, but I, I'm leaning towards crazy days and nights. Um, rumor has it that Johnny Depp overestimated his power um, at Warner Brothers. And he went to them and said, hey, if you want me to continue working on Fantastic Beasts, you need to get rid of Amber Heard from Aquaman and the Justice League movies. I don't like her. I don't want to be near her. I don't want to work for a company that would employ her. Seeing as Fantastic Beasts uh, made money, made close to $300 million domestic, and worldwide, I think it made somewhere around $650 million, maybe a little bit more than that. Um, but Aquaman made $350 million here and over a billion dollars worldwide. The first DC movie to make a billion dollars. They weren't going to fuck with that formula. And so his role in Fantastic Beast became a little bit shakier. And when they delayed production on Fantastic, the third Fantastic Beast movies, um, people started questioning if they were giving up on the franchise or what was happening. And here's what was, here's what's happening. Um, the movies are still big money makers, um, not only at the box office but with merchandise. However, they are thinking and trying to weigh if it's worth it to insure him. Or if they should bring back Colin Farrell. Um, for those of you who don't remember, um, Colin Farrell was in the first movie um, as the main villain until um, the very end when it was revealed that Johnny Depp was actually um, had actually made himself altered his appearance to look like Colin Farrell. Um, Colin Farrell got a lot of rave reviews um, for his part, and so there. And there's a lot of people who are saying, "Hey, if we bring him back, we could get the critical acclaim back." Make send a strong statement about me too, and. Possibly start, um, kick off this franchise and kick it into a bigger, um, into a bigger thing. But there's no word yet on if that's going to happen. But what is going to happen is I'm going to take a break and I'll be right back. And I'm back. And this one again is, um, this one is not necessarily work related, um, but it happened while these people were at work. <laughs> and you know, I just... Whew, inappropriate, but... 
I really can't talk because, needless to say, I've had these same conversations multiple times. <laughs> it's called Pig and Punch. And here we go. This actor is one of the leads in an ensemble TV series. He and the cast have known each other a long time and are very comfortable with each other. However, maybe he felt a little too comfortable around them because he started talking about his marriage. He was bragging about banging one of the actresses when he was doing another TV series and how his wife had no idea. The other guy started to laugh started laughing, but one of the lead actresses didn't think it was funny. She wagged her finger in his face and yelled at him, You are a fucking pig, and pushed him in the chest and walked away. Perhaps our actress is especially sensitive about the topic because her own husband did exactly the same thing. Everybody in L.A. knows about that affair. Very messy. So, it, it's, this has been narrowed down to um, the, for the man, people, some, a lot of people were guessing Ian Ziering. And the, my biggest problem with that is I can't find another TV series he did. And I'm not counting the Sharknado movies because that was it was a series of TV movies, not a TV series. Um, but Jason Priestley, I could kind of see, um, and he was the next most popular guest. Um, Brian Austin Green was also guest, but my problem with Brian Austin Green. Um, my problem with this being Brian Austin Green is I can't imagine Megan Fox putting up with it. Though, um, the, there is some evidence to support this. Um, she, he, he has been on multiple TV series um, since they got married. Um, and they broke up quite a few times, including... Once where they very nearly divorced. Uh, so, I, you know, I would argue that it's very possible um, that this is Brian Austin Green. Um, if, if I'm going to guess him, I'm going to guess that the series was probably um, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. I'm not sure of the actress he, he had sex with. Um... But that I think that would be the most likely of the scenario. Um, that would probably be the most likely. There's a chance that this was. Um, there's a there's a slight chance that this was also anger management, the Charlie Sheen FX show. Um, that ran for a hundred episodes. Um, but again, I'm not finding that to be a very likely, um, I, I don't find that to be a very likely option, 
mostly because it starred Charlie Sheen and he was probably fucking everybody. And I don't know that... um, I don't know that... Brian Austin Green would brag about having Charlie Sheen's sloppy seconds and cheating on his wife. That would be kind of like a double whammy. Uh, Jason Priestley, on the other hand, uh, again, has started multiple series since the end of um, 90210. And he most certainly um, has had the opportunity to cheat because he's been working mostly out of the country. Um, I believe he has a BBC series. um, And so with him, with production being out of the country, that would allow him more opportunity um, to do this and to not get caught. So I I do kind of tend to um, guess, guess Jason over Brian Austin Green. I just won't rule Brian Austin Green completely out. As for the female co-star, this has all the makings of Ginny Garth. Um, on the rebooted BH9020, her and Jason, um, slept with one another and she has um, time and again uh, made it clear that she does not like um, Jason despite despite their characters Brandon and Kelly being one of the original super couples of the of, of the show Um, I'm going to um, kind of go out on a limb here and say that um, Peter Fantinelli was the was the cheating husband because everyone really didn't know he was messing around on her and when she finally divorced him he moved on to a younger model fairly fast actually so, uh, and it would also make sense that um, the 90210 crew were comfortable with one another um, because most of them have stayed in contact even if they weren't best of friends. And they're still young enough to where they would think this kind of behavior was acceptable. Um, but I'm going to take a break right now, and I will be right back. And I'm back. So, um, this last one, uh, this last blind is going to tie into, um, a really big story that broke this week. And I think is very, very interesting and intriguing, darlings. Intriguing. Um, it does come to us from Blind Gossip. 
and it is called Say Goodbye to Foghorn. This female TV star is departing her show to focus on other projects that she thinks will make her a big star. You know who won't be too sorry to see her go? Her castmate. It's a tight, it's a tight group and they don't cut each other in public, but in private he calls her Foghorn. He says she has one note, loud, and she's not funny. She has no range and she complains a lot. Good luck with that career move, Foghorn. I think the male co-star is Colin Jost. Um, I don't, uh, I don't think he liked being part of the running joke that Leslie had a thing for him. Um, especially after he started dating. Scarlett Johansson, I think it it bothered him a lot that this was a thing. Um, And I also think that he, um, if, if you watch Saturday Night Live, you can tell when, when someone does we can update if he actually likes him or not. And he always seemed a little more standoffish with... He always seemed a little, a little more standoffish with... Um, with Leslie Jones and other people. Like, you can tell he adores Kate McKinnon because she cracks him up every single time. Um, and you can tell that he kind of likes Pete Davidson because um, he and Pete have a good rapport. But it always seemed like Leslie annoyed him when she did her segment. And I'm going to throw this out there too that the male co-star could also honestly be Michael Che. Um, because that I can remember, Leslie Leslie Jones never appeared um, alongside of she, she never appeared alongside of him uh, uh, and uh, they don't really talk about each other in interviews. Now, that's not necessarily surprising given um, that the Saturday Night Live cast is large and you can't talk about everyone. And usually if you're, if you're on a talk show promoting a project, you're promoting that project and you might throw in a tidbit about Saturday Night Live or something or you'll talk about a memorable memorable host or experience so I I did want to throw that in there Um, I have sources trying to suss out what actually happened Um, but what one thing that has kept coming back to me is um, that it may not have been Leslie's choice which is something I had guessed from the very beginning. 
Um, but one source said that... Well, the one source said that it certainly did not seem as though Leslie Jones really wanted to to leave quite yet. She does think that she's going to be a bigger star. Um, and I, I did have one source tell me that Leslie Jones actually complained that she felt other stars were getting much more of a um, push than she was. But, and of course there's a but to this, um, they didn't think that that would be enough to drive her away from the salary, especially when she doesn't have a steady gig lined up. Um, and according to literally every single source, um, that that is something that is really important to Leslie Jones is to have um, to have a steady paycheck coming in. Um, it's also interesting, and I, a lot of people probably did know this. I didn't happen to. But, um, Saturday Night Live stars signed seven years deals with an option at the end of every year for the network or the show to let them go. And, well, that option is usually only exercised if someone's really not working out. Um, or bombing very badly um, within the first year. They say if you make it to um, year three slash four, you're pretty you're pretty much set uh, unless you you choose to go. Um, and they're and they're saying that uh, one source told me that it's. If it was indeed Leslie's choice to leave, it was not a huge fight to keep her. Um, Lorne Michaels had grown tired of her antics, and after she pitched playing Donald Trump once as a gag, she actually tried to get him to to actually let her play. Donald Trump um, on a recurring basis. And when he turned her down, it was said to turn the relationship very frosty. Um, and the reason for the rejection was, was not actually personal. Um, the idea the The initial idea was funny, but there was no way to sustain outside of just being petty. And Lorne Michaels didn't think that there was there was enough to sustain enough pettiness to be funny and to sustain this. Um, and that's why. And then she got pissed off when Keenan got his. Um, Trump-esque 
um, recurring sketch. And that is said to have led to her um, dismay with the show as well. But I'm not dismayed um, with, with anyone or anything at this point. Um, but I am going to go. Thank you all so much for listening, as always. Um, really, truly, happy Labor Day. I hope you have a great, great day. And please remember, if you drink, don't drive. Uber, Juno, Lyft. Um, there's a million other apps out there that you should you could try. Um, so please try those. And if you have um, a story that you want me to look more into for um, Throwback Thursday or just any kind of deep dive, send me an email at author at anderson.com. Um, you can send me messages or comments on Facebook or Instagram at author ed Anderson or send me a tweet at author ed A. Um, and that's that. Thank, once again, thank y'all so much for listening. Um, Will will be making his triumphant return to the show um, probably sometime this week. Um, I'm going to... We're probably going to talk um, about that a little bit more. And I'll... I should have... I, I should have some news for you uh, coming up. Um, but for right now... I'm just going to say cheers until next time. No, that's not right. Until next time, cheers. <laughs>